Welcome to All Fired Up. I'm Louise, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk all things anti-diet. Has diet culture got you in a fit of rage? Is the injustice of the beauty ideal getting your knickers in a twist? Does Fitspo make you want a spitspo? Are you ready to hurl if you hear one more weight loss tip? Are you ready to be mad, loud and proud? Well, you've come to the right place. Let's get all fired up. Hello again and welcome to another week of All Fired Up. I can't wait to get stuck into this episode because it's really quite a bombshell one. Everybody knows by now, I think, that Fitspo makes me want to spit. So it really is an annoying trend and it's been well established that far from helping anyone, Fitspo just makes everyone feel bad about themselves and has a lot of unhealthy messaging that's underpinning it. Now, another thing that pisses me off is multi-level marketing of uh, diet and nutrition supplement products. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels the pain when we see those little pop-ups on our Facebook pages, you know, asking us if we want to earn heaps of money from home. Just imagine the diabolical relationship that happens when Fitspo meets multi-level marketing. Well, that's what this week's episode is all about because I kid you not, it's happening and it's happening here in Australia and it's really horrendous. So this week's episode actually has two parts and I have two guests that I'm talking to. The first of these is the wonderful and brave Katie Rao. She's a mental health nurse and she contacted me after really getting sucked into one of these multi-level marketing schemes through through a Fitspo person up in the Gold Coast. So I won't say much more, but she wanted to come on and tell her story to share with everybody what happened to her and to share just how easy it is to get really sucked in and to get really unwell from something like this. After we speak with Katie, I actually interviewed my second guest, who is Dr. Tim Crow. He is a very well-recognized and heavily credentialed uh, dietitian and educator. And we kind of get into the nitty-gritty of multi-level marketing and this particular product, which is Juice Plus. So look, This is an amazing episode because I really want to do more stuff like this. And if anyone out there has a story that might be similar, please get in in contact because I'm sure Katie is not alone in her experience. And to be honest, it's gobsmacking to me that multi-level marketing is legal in this country. It really shouldn't be. So without further ado, I give you my first guest, Katie. So, Katie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And what is firing you up at the moment? Okay, well, what is firing me up is Fitspo, Insta models, wellness coaches, you name it, whatever they want to call themselves, selling lifestyle programs um, basically as a guise to make money and triggering eating disorders is firing me up. Wow. That, I mean, yes, this is a pretty horrendous uh, experience that you're going to relate to us today. And I'm, I just want to say I'm really honoured that you decided to share the story because it's shocking and I think people need to hear it. Yes, no, definitely, which is why I reached out to you after listening to your podcast. I was like, yes, here's a person that um, gets it and can hopefully get a bit of a message out. Oh, it's so important and thank you for reaching out. So, so what happened? Um, okay, so I was... Basically, I was doing um, CrossFit and into sort of, you know, I guess looking after myself, exercising, having a great time, and um, I stumbled across a fellow CrossFitter who was posting a lot about these amazing new magic beans she was using and how great she felt and her health and, well, you know, how her hair and nails her skin, basically her whole life was amazing and magic um, which got me intrigued to ask a little more so I reached out to her to ask her you know what the hell are you doing and why Mm. is it freaking amazing and then I guess before I could blink I was kind of on a call with that person and um, her kind of uh, mentor as she called them um, talking about Juice Plus and sort of a health and wellness program and how amazing it was I guess a bit of context at that point in my life I was really 
we were struggling financially and I think, you know, in that context it was sort of presented to me as an amazing opportunity to supplement my incomes, you know, support my kids while living this freaking amazing, healthy, glowing life with these magic beans that were going to solve all my problems. And these magic beans were Juice Plus. Yes. So they're, yeah, Juice Plus capsules, fruit berries, you know, whole foods that basically were are sold to you as a panacea for everything, really, whether you've got <laughs> acne, ADHD, lupus, you name it. These I'm serious. Whole fruit and veggies can, you know, target you at an intracellular level and, you know, cure all, basically. You're going to feel better, sleep better, look better. Mm. Being around, but a human being. So you found yourself on this call with your CrossFit friend and someone, who was the other person, who was running the call? Uh, am I allowed to say names or just? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So um, Jess Shembury is her name and she's a PT from the Gold Coast who um, has made a shitload of money through basically multi, yeah, MLM, um, through Juice Plus, through selling this lifestyle program and, in my opinion, targeting vulnerable women who are either struggling financially, who are stay-at-home mums, who are, you know, low body image, low self-esteem and are pretty much vulnerable to be preyed upon by very clever, insidious, what I would call domestic violence tactics, really. Yeah, well, like similar to what we were talking about a few podcasts back with Kerry about like the characteristics of an abusive relationship because, you know, when you were telling me about your experience, not only is it gaslighting but there's just so many predatory techniques that are going on here. It was really disturbing. Yes, and I think when I listened to that podcast, that was probably one of the triggers for me to to reach out to you because I suddenly was like, oh, fuck, this is like, this is really bad. Like this is people being targeted and preyed upon to make money basically. Well, you were one of them. This was happening to you. Yes, definitely. So yeah. that was, so of course I signed up. Very so what, did, what did you sign up for? Like what did they tell you to do or encourage you to do? So you pay $65 and that gives you a um, virtual business basically. So you can then be selling the Juice Plus products. And I guess being multi-level marketing, you come under sort of a team or a group of people. So I was under my friend who was under Jess and who was under Kira Westwick who they had designed a lifestyle program. So I guess different people sell the product in different ways their strategy was to come up with this lifestyle health and wellness program that basically Mm. you know you lead with the program to get people interested and target their insecurities about their body and health and well-being Um, (laughs) and then you know to say well basically you know this you'll get lifetime free access to this program if you sign up and take our product which is this you know it's it's called that they call you know they talk about it as a a nutritional supplement that goes with their health and wellness program oh my god so this this program is called the juicy body transformation yes yeah and underneath that there's something called the eight week shred yeah so within the juicy body lifestyle program they have a gourmet like cleanse which is like a three-day starvation basically but Um, it's gourmet so it probably has like a garnish oh yeah there's some lemon you know in water with some ginger that's you know that's to kick start your morning so you you know you're not totally starving Jeez, so you have to, okay. And there's your obligatory green juice and green smoothie. Must be green. Yeah, that goes without saying. Um, Sorry, excuse my sarcasm. I feel very jaded by this experience. (laughs) On on All Fired Up, sarcasm is heavily encouraged and and jaded is just taken as a given. (laughs) Oh, that's that's exactly right. So they have, you know, the three-day starvation basically. There's a 14-day reset where, you know, you can kind of use it as a kickstart to your health goals. Oh, far Um, out which is kind of like a two-week version of their shred but a little stricter, and then the eight-week shred. And basically it's very low calorie. It's telling you to cut out dairy. It's telling you to cut out 
wheat basically. So any bread, white bread's just the devil. I did have a look through, I, I happened to come across their their booklet kind of thing and it, says, yes. it literally says, this is what really shat me, it's not a diet, it's just eating healthy food, right? So yes. it's definitely not a diet, but foods to avoid include processed food, gluten, grains, dairy, meat, alcohol, caffeine, sugar, white refined <laughs> salt and trans fat. Apart from that, you can go for it. <laughs> yeah, so you can eat your kale and your superfoods to your heart's content. There's, you know, there's oh. lots to offer. As well as you're financially struggling, you may need to take a second mortgage to afford all your coconut oil and mm-hmm. you know, special ingredients that you'll need to purchase. So they're very big on clean eating, you know, whole foods. Whole foods except like most food groups. Yes, you know, don't drink a glass of milk. Yeah, yeah, you can't have any milk. So this um, booklet was written by Kira. Yes. Who has no actual training in nutrition. Her website says that she's a nutritional coach and you cannot find where she did her training. The other one, Jess, is a fitness trainer. Again, no nutritional training. And yet they're selling even, even this, you know, body transformation stuff, which is full of meal plans and stuff, is in the absence of anyone with any kind of training in dietary requirements for humans. So it's all, I don't know, Gold Coast feel pinion as far as I can see. Exactly. Louise, it's, it's, totally, it's totally fucked because it's, oh. it's just, it, as you say, it's Gold Coast middle-class well-to-do women mm. who are just peddling a product and they're targeting vulnerabilities is the way yeah. I see it. And it's the stay-at-home mom. It's, you know, it's it, there's a lot of guilt around, you know, making sure you're feeding your family the correct oh. foods. Yeah, like, it says that in the little booklet thing. It's like kids eat free, this is family-friendly. I'm like, what kind of family are you thinking? Yes, exactly. That that's friendly for because I've got two children and I know that if I cut out all of those foods, we wouldn't have any, we'd have to eat the cat food. <laughs> Well, the cat's probably eating better. (laughs) The cat would start looking good. (laughs) Exactly. So the whole, the whole pro, like the the lifestyle program, I guess, is the hook. Can we stop calling it a lifestyle program? Yes. What can we call it? (laughs) Let's Um, call it a starvation program. Yes. The starvation program and is basically a hook to get people interested because we all know that Basically, in diet culture, women feel like terrible about themselves, and we all have five kilos to lose, and we all want to be bikini ready. Not oh, that horrible assumption that all women are dissatisfied with their bodies. Exactly, which is unfortunately, true. But then, so let's prey on it. Exactly, money from it. Yes. So oh. it's you know strategically, you know, there's that basically that once you're on board, there's training three times a week. That's all about how to ask the right questions, how to have conversations with people to more or less elicit what is happening for them at that time and then use it to sell them Juice Plus. Are you serious? Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's, you know, you're, they encourage you, reach out to people you haven't spoken to in a while. Hey, babe, how are you doing? What's, what's happening for you in your life? Oh, that <laughs> sounds hard. Well, I've got this amazing program that can help you. Are you serious? So if anyone's having a problem with anything, you suggest Juice Plus as the Yes, it's, you know, exactly. It's total bullshit. And they actually tell you to do this? Yes. There's there's scripts and training calls on how to have these conversations with people. And it's about, you know, they say it's not about sales. It's about reaching out and engaging with people. No, it's about fucking sales. But it's not a diet. It's just about not eating. That's exactly right. No restriction. No. Hashtag no restriction. Oh, that's, yeah, you told me that they're using hashtag no restriction and selling possibly one of the most restrictive diets you can get. Exactly. So there's the gaslighting, the, the, exactly. you know, absolutely refusing to admit what this is. So it's not about sales, it's about relationships. Exactly. Um, but the hard sell, that's what you're being taught to do. Yes, exactly. Target the vulnerabilities and ask the right questions, get people interested. And the thing that really, really shitted me was it was, or, or I guess started to sit not well with my ethics was 
don't tell people about the product. Just oh. get them interested. Give them just enough to get them interested and then get them on the phone. Once you've got them on the phone, that's or, you know, through a text message, that's when you talk to them about what, you know, basically don't give them an opportunity to go and Google it and find out any facts. Yeah, because if you Google Juice Plus, it's pretty easy to find, you know, the the truth about it, which is just, it's a load of shit and it is MLM and it is, well, we're going to talk in a, the second half of this podcast to someone about what Juice Plus really is. But, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, that they just don't want you to actually say what the product is. I mean, what on earth is that about? Oh, exactly. So I think in my, you know, so I did get jump on board and I did... Um, unfortunately, and I have apologised to my friends and family for, you know, the 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 shit that I started to talk about. Um, but at one point, I think I had put Juice Plus on a post, and I was quickly told remove that because basically you're giving people the opportunity to do research and have reasons why not to come on board. And so it's don't give information. And you know, if you're not doing well within the whole system it's not about the product or the program it's about you and your mindset and the negative stories you're telling yourself and wow what what bullshit stories am I telling myself that you know is setting me up for failure right so if people aren't losing weight then the juice plus idea is to blame the person yes yeah so it's not about them or the product or the program it's you know now juice plus is very careful in saying it's not a weight loss like juice plus is not about weight loss oh there's more gaslighting right there exactly so (laughs) juice plus very very clearly says you know we are not about weight loss it's not a weight loss product if weight loss happens as you know by taking the product alongside our very you know restrictive starvation diet yeah that's a positive that's a plus yeah Yeah. Um, what a coincidence. Yeah. It's not actually what we're looking at, is it? But no, no. That, that's the insecurity we're preying on. And, you know, the, the little booklet thing is full of before and after photos and they're clearly looking at the weight differences. So Yes, oh, yes. Oh. And the latest eight-week shred that they've done in January compared the results in the October shred where they're now claiming on average people lost seven kilos in eight weeks. But this um, is not about weight loss. But it's not about weight loss. Mm. Um, and it's not a diet and it's about no restriction. Oh, so it's total bullshit it's and it's bullshit. all a bunch of fuckery. It, it absolutely is, is just designed to screw with your head. And, yes. And that's the abusive nature of this and it makes it harder to get out. Yes. So did they, so you had to, you got involved in selling it and did you have to take the products yourself as well? Uh, yeah, I did, yes. And how much did it cost you to do that? Ah, uh, so it was about, oh, actually, and it was probably 100, and, it was at least 150 a month and that was for my husband and I, so that was, what, twice that? Yeah. $300 a month? Yeah. For pills? Yep. And, wow, and did you have to sign up for a minimum amount of, of that? Yeah, so for four months. Oh, yeah. my God. And you were struggling exactly. financially? Yes, time. yes. And so then, you know, I guess it was portrayed that there were all these um, opportunities to sell, like make bonuses and hit certain targets. And But, I mean, they were near impossible targets to hit. So it was, you know, to bring a certain amount of people on board, get team members, get people to sign up to the business, and then, you know, you'd get a $500 bonus and, you and know, that that there was money to be made. And I guess they talk about the top earners in Juice Plus and mm. look at us, we've been able to, you know, retire. We're making six income figures. and But mm. that's a very small percentage of people. Well, that's how multi-level marketing works. It's it's only a very small percentage of people that make big sales and they're the ones advertised. It's, it's very similar to how diet products are marketed. You know, only a very small people number of people lose a great deal of weight on those diets, but they're the ones who are wheeled out and shown off as typical. So it, it's exactly. a perfect marriage, really. <laughs> multi-level yes. marketing meets um, diet culture and fitspo. Oh, kill me. It's fucking awful. And Ooh. I think Kira, I find... Like it's so, um, she's kind of portrayed as the, you know, this amazing success story because she was 
are very shy. So she put, puts herself out there as I was very shy. I had no self-esteem. I was just the mummy that stayed at home and that was my job. And There's her story. I, I didn't think that I could do what I, you know, and now look at me, I'm earning six income figure and I'm amazing and you can do it as well. And it's, you know, this guilt around mum care versus daycare. So we should all be trying to do this so that we can not have our kids in childcare. <gasps> and, you know. Yeah, yeah, fuck off. I've got my kids in childcare and it's fine. I'm working. I choose to work as yeah. a social worker in mental health. Of You know, that that's yeah. an okay thing for me to do. Yeah, I'm but doing it's almost good like in the world. Yeah. It's, it's like I'm selling myself short because I'm choosing not to. Oh, they're so nasty. The lifestyle. Yeah. And, and let's not forget that Kira was on MasterChef and so perhaps some of her reach has to do with being on national TV for a period of time. Exactly. It's not so much to do with, like, any kind of magic from these yes. skills. So uh, I think, I, I like, I guess the thing for me that was the most damaging and has kind of fucked up my mind for a bit is... You know, I've come from an eating disorder background and when in my early 20s I lost a significant amount of weight which basically resulted in me developing, you know, anorexia really and wow. starving myself and had terrible nutritional input from another, you know, personal trainer who, you know, basically I ended up petrified to eat and that ended up in years and years of struggle and resulted in binging and starving and, you know, oh ended up with me seeing an amazing dietitian who talked to me about mindful eating and body, you know, set point and I got better and had another 10 years of being in a really good place and yeah. I can't believe how quickly I went straight down that rabbit hole again. Oh, because yeah, you had like a good 10 years of feeling okay and recovered yes. and yeah. then one diet was like the the trigger for well it's not just one diet because you're surrounded by diet culture and gaslighting and all this pressure and then yes but it was quite quick you noticed yeah it was and I think what really even though they hashtag no restriction it fucking is so restrictive and it ended up like you know like it was straight away my brain went straight to restriction cutting out foods what's good what's bad and I think it was the whole concept of what is clean eating really screwed with my head. Yeah. Well, it's it's rebranded, isn't it? It's good and bad food. Now it's clean and dirty. It's exactly, exactly. the same. And what is dirty like about a piece of chocolate? It's fucking amazing. I know. I know. I mean, yeah, it's it's a very unhealthy way of thinking about food and it's, it's a disordered way of thinking about food. And, and so very quickly, there you are you know, not very well again. Did did at any point in this process, did they ask you if you had had a history of eating disorders? No, not at all. No. There's no there's no kind of yeah, no, there's no checking, there's no are you okay? Um, they talk a lot about customer care and follow-up, but again, the whole purpose of that is to make sure people are happy at reordering, not ensuring that, you know, are you okay? Has this triggered an eating disorder? No. There's no kind of um, recognition of the harm associated with this kind of restrictive dieting? No, not at all. No. No. They, oh. would, they would just say, no, it's not a diet. It's not a diet. It's clean eating. It's whole foods. Oh, they'll gaslight you. They'll just deny your experience. Exactly. And then somehow I'm just now obviously, you know, allowing my own bullshit self story to, you know, sabotage myself and not live the, you know, the, the amazing Gold Coast Fitzbo life to sound very sarcastic. That's horrendous. So what happened when, when, you, when you started to not feel okay? When was that? Like how far through this process was it? Oh, it was within a few months really, about three months. And, you know, it was I think in October, they had a the shred. So, you know, my husband and I decided, yes, let's do this shred to be great salespeople and do the right thing. And I think it was three days and I was like eating a bag, a whole thing of Tim Tams. And I'm like, nah, this uh-huh. is not, this is not good. So I just basically stopped and stepped back. And it coincided with my mum being really sick and having a terminal illness. And I 
mm. told them basically I was just going to step back because this wasn't good for me. Right, yeah. And then, you know, the response was basically a lot of pressure. And really? questioning about not allowing my situation and personal circumstances to become an excuse for <gasps> not doing it basically, yeah. I can't. At that point, I was I was really fucking angry, and oh. I've just really stepped back. And now I've just taken a guerrilla warfare attack of I'm just trying to now post complete opposite things to this juicy body transformation bullshit. <laughs> oh gosh! So I'm just a bit taken aback. So you told them that you basically, because of their program, had a relapse of your eating disorder. And they, they said that this was one of your bullshit stories. Pretty much, yes. And you yeah. told them that your mother had a terminal illness and they told you that this is one of your bullshit stories. Yeah, pretty much. Allow myself to grieve maybe for a week or two, but to, you know, not lose sight of the fact that I could be a boss babe. <laughs> I want to throw something. <laughs> a boss babe. What's a yeah. Boss babe? Well, you know, um, a boss babe is someone who's empowered and in being the best that they can be and, you know, living the life, having a six-income figure and buying expensive handbags and getting a manicure and a pedicure and, you know. And still still looking hot, right? Yeah, being bikini ready and tanned and blonde and it's just, it just out, yeah, it really started to outrage me on a whole number of levels that and I think it became really apparent to me you know this is where I guess my the the social worker in me it was like this is a class issue as well this is a social justice issue yeah it feels unethical to get people to spend $150 on capsules when they can't afford to feed their family absolutely it is yeah and it's unethical to starve people and charge them for it exactly it yeah it's fucking just wrong and the foods and the diet, it's, it's just, you know, it's very filled with class issues that, you know, yeah. if you're poor, you can't afford you to You can't afford it. Anyone. It's so elitist having a look through that um, so-called cookbook for the starvation, yeah. the gourmet starvation cookbook. Yes, it's Full exactly. of products that are insanely expensive, like, like coconut oil, like turmeric, like, you know, all of that kind of very trendy. And, oh, and the salt, you're allowed some kind of salt that's really expensive. Yes. Well, Himalayan pink salt, of course. Yeah. I mean, let's just ignore all of the exploitation that goes on because of that product. And yes. <laughs> focus on on clean eating. So exactly. Yeah. So this is horrendous, and I'm I'm um. How did you get out of it? Look, I've just like I've just stepped back. I'm just not. I you know I've you know had a discussion with my hubby, and he's like, you know, we're just this is all bullshit. Just stop and I was like well yeah exactly I'm an adult that doesn't have to be bossed around and so I've just stopped responding to texts and and messages and I'm just you know I removed most I just went through my feed removed a bunch of posts that I had you know put up that got rid of them off my feed and I've just started I guess really embracing the body positive um you know food is not the enemy and mm. just focusing on that podcasts have been amazing a support to me and that's where I guess you know yourself and a few other podcasts have been great in just that's hammering good. home fuck diet culture and yeah. fuck expo. <laughs> it's so essential isn't it like we we must in order to protect our recovery we must protect ourselves from diet culture and in all of its in all of its um, nefarious appearances, because yeah. you know this body transformation hook, like you said, is is so underhanded. Because I watched a little YouTube video of it, and it, no mention of Juice Plus anywhere. And in no. fact, like the the headline, you know, is stuff like. Um, are you sick of dieting and like this is completely family friendly, complete nutritional support? Skip the diet, not dieting. It's just so, it's such a huge lie. And so so if someone has a history of an eating disorder um, and wants to kind of look after their body, I don't know, look at health in some way, this, this looks safe. It does, totally. Yes, exactly. And I think as well it's, it's who doesn't want to feel good? Like we all are. And we're all fucking tired and exhausted and working really hard. Mm. And I think when someone's portraying on social media that life's so amazing and 
it's all because of this amazing thing I'm doing. Of course you're drawn in and you want to know more. Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. you're not given the facts and, in fact, you know, just then your personal situation is used against you. But it's thanks to people like you who will speak out about what's happened and, you know, be frank and honest that, that you're going to help other people from being sucked in. Well, hopefully. I, like I just, that's why I reached out to you. I've just been posting um, and I think, you know, I think I just apologised. I put a post up just apologising to friends and family and, you know, that it's, yeah, it's just insidious and it's everywhere and it's fucking scary how easy you get drawn in. Yeah, yeah, well, it can happen to the best of us. It can happen to absolutely anybody. And, you know, offer yourself a bit of compassion about getting sucked in, you know, that you're brave to get out. And yeah, you're brave. I, I think it's just it's very clever. Very, particularly I think from, you know, from once behind the scenes and the amount of resources that go into training people around how to use social media and how to portray things. I mean, yeah, you don't really have a chance if you've got certain vulnerabilities. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Just to come with a whole wicked sales force taking advantage of women. Yes, and pretending to be your friend. That's, I think, the most disturbing. Yeah, yeah. It's an exploitation of women which is being sold as empowerment. Yes, and done by women. Yeah, done by women, yeah. And actually you you were saying before that, like, because you you, as you were saying, like, your gorilla posts are (laughs) not being met with a lot of friendliness from the other side. (laughs) No, no, not at all. So some of the posts, I mean, just, you know, if if they're talking about, you know, clean eating, then, you know, I put a post about, well, you know, food is not moral. It's, it's Good just food. Yeah. You know, one post about highlighting about Instagram models and just the nature of social media. And I guess it, it was, you know, the response was I'm not being supportive and, and encouraging all women, uh, which is not the case. All women, respect to all women, if that's what, but what I don't respect is, using that exploitation you know and it's privilege using that privilege to then target other people is not acceptable it is unacceptable and that that does you know really get my goat that um, accusation that you sometimes get that if you're critical of aspects of diet culture that are hurting women then somehow you're not supporting women if the owner of the exploitive service happens to be female I'm sorry that's not how the world works we are allowed as scientists and you know, humans who care about social justice to call out things that are unjust. And we we are not going to progress if we just blindly support stuff that's hurting us. Exactly. And if your program is able to withstand scrutiny and and a critique, then, you know, you should be open and happy and willing to have an open, frank discussion, which mm-hmm. is not just met with defensiveness and denial and lies, you know, why hide something if it's not restrictive? Why hide it if it's a, not a diet? Why hide it if it's, you know, so good? It's... Exactly. <laughs> Why are you frightened of people Googling what Juice Plus is if mm. if it's fine? Yeah. Mm, mm, very, very good. Oh, thank you so much for coming on and talking about all of this. It's so important. No, thank you. Thank you for tolerating my ranting and my <laughs> swearing and carrying on. Not only do I tolerate, I encourage. And, yes. <laughs> and, and I encourage everyone to get onto your social media and support you in your guerrilla warfare against <laughs> Juice Plus and, yes. um, and calling it out because we support women much more by calling out stuff that's hurting us. Exactly. That's right. Yes, fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. Thank you again. Thanks so much, Katie. Thank you, Louise. Thank you so much, Katie, for coming on and so bravely sharing your experience. It's so important, as I keep saying, that we get these stories out there and we start pushing back in a big way against things like this that are really taking advantage and causing damage. I don't want to see anyone relapsing into an eating disorder or developing an eating disorder because of stuff like this. And unfortunately, the way the world is set up at the moment, there just seems to be no protection. So I'm really hoping that Katie's story will help someone out there and prevent this kind of thing from happening again. So my next guest today is Dr. Tim Crow from Thinking Nutrition. Unlike the juicy transformation people, Tim actually has a lot of credentials behind his name. 
So he has degrees in dietetics and nutrition science and biochemistry and you name it, he knows about it. He is going to talk to me now about sort of the Juice Plus backstory and it's a really fascinating conversation. So without further ado, here is me and Dr. Tim Crow. So Tim Crow, thank you so much for coming on the show and having a chat to us today. Thanks for having me on. Always pleased to chat to you. So can you tell me a bit about your background and what you do? So my background has been I'm always in, in medical research. So I, I trained in, in biochemistry and did a PhD in that area. Uh, and then I did further study in nutrition and dietetics. Um, worked as a dietitian for several years in clinical practice. But really for the last uh, 15 or so years, I've been in the academic environment, teaching and research in the area of nutrition and dietetics. And of recent times, I've sort of branched out of that area, now working with my own uh, medical and health writing business, uh, media communication and scientific consulting. So a, a very strong background in nutrition and, and scientific research and giving a lot of social commentary about all of the, the comings and goings of nutrition trends, which if you look in the media and your Facebook feed these days, there's no <laughs> stories as fodder to serve to give commentary about. Oh, my God, you must be so flat out with just putting out bullshit fires. Well, I learned to roll with it now. I think in your younger days, you, you wanted to try and change the world. Now you just you know, accept the things you can change and just roll with most of it because the fads come and go, and I've seen them and come and go on my time. So I just try and have positive messages most of the time rather than correcting fads and misinformation all the time. Otherwise, it would just do your mental health. Yeah. So, Tim, seriously, the world really needs more people like you because you have credentials and knowledge. And what I've noticed is a lot of these FITSPO people and um, people selling lifestyle programs have literally bugger all training or knowledge of science or nutrition and they're selling this stuff as if, you know, they're, they're heavily credentialed. Yes. So that's why I really wanted to get you on and thank you for coming on to, to chat to me about the sort of ins and outs of um, multi-level marketing and juice plus. Okay. Happy yeah. to chat about it. It's something I'm a bit passionate about. I've seen many MLMs over my time. Yeah. Yeah. So what is an MLM? An MLM stands for multi-level marketing. Um, it's, what it's based upon is, is selling a product or a service. Uh, and there's many different MLMs around. You know, Amway is an MLM. Uh, even even things like Tupperware is an MLM. Yeah. And while this product that's sold, inherently how people make the money in an MLM is getting other people in under them. So they get a cut of their, of their take uh, and they make the money that way. It's not so much selling product. It's actually getting other people in as a distributor, expanding your network and making more money. But MLMs have also been called most lose money. Not many people make any decent income out of it yeah. um, because you have to invest a lot of time and effort and energy in recruiting people and selling product. And that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. So a lot of people um, leave fairly uh, early and disheartened and they've lost their time and their money they've invested in it yeah okay but that's not what they tell people right no of course not it's a, it's a business where you can make loads of money in your spare time and change the health and well-being and the lives of all those around you it's wonderful so so people get really annoying to friends and family trying to recruit them into selling whatever product yes is happening so there's that that kind of ruins people's social lives as well as not kind of delivering on the you're going to make billions of dollars doing that's it. right correct yep and that's exactly what happened to katie who i was talking to today like she was telling me that she went to some seminar that they had and she said it was like a tony robbins style motivational seminar where like everyone mm-hmm. was getting pumped up and they brought out their big sellers and juice plus was gonna change everyone's lives it certainly is. It's more of a cult, actually. It really has a cult-like mentality that you are in the inner circle. You are you're brainwashed into the cult and the, the excitement and, and the hype of the product and the sales force, and that's how they get people into it. So really, there's there's not a lot of difference, like I said, between how these MLMs operate in that sphere and how cults operate. Except it's rather than a religion, it's a product that they worship. Ooh, that's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and it's it's very much like diets, isn't it? When like diets do the same thing. Diet culture or weight loss programs tell that you're going to lose lots of weight, but we know that 
on a weight loss diet, most people will not lose lots of weight. And so it's like an MLM that's selling diet is like a double dose, a double layer of bullshit promise. Uh, you are completely right because what they, they sell very well is the stories and the anecdotes and the transformations, which, of course, you can find people to, to give you those anecdotes. Uh, combined with just the hype and the excitement and the novelty of what they're selling with a very expensive um, product. In them, what they're selling is either a, a meal replacement product or a calorie-reduced lifestyle program. That's it, at a very exorbitant cost. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think this is what Juice Plus is. I mean, what can, what can you tell us about Juice Plus? So Juice Plus has been around for many years. Uh, it's it's one of the the big sort of nutritional MLMs, along with Herbalife, um, Usana Health Sciences, Isogenics, and Your Health and Manatech. They're all oh, they're all just as bad as each other. They have their different niche products. So Juice Plus model is that they have a supplement where they've taken all of the nutritional goodness of fruits and vegetables and put it into a pill and that will give you pretty much a lot of the benefits of you know why bother eating fruit and vegetables when you can take it in a pill over the years that the, the company's you know diverse into other areas but essentially it's a really it's just a glorified uh, multivitamin supplement that can that's been sourced from fruit and vegetables and that's it there's nothing special about it at all Okay, well, you wouldn't believe that if you were looking at the marketing because these pills are like sold as like the key to health and wellness. Absolutely. So that they, they trade off the the emotive idea, well, not the idea that the research that shows clearly that eating fruit and vegetables is good for you. Who would have thought? Well, <laughs> because it's so hard to eat fruit and vegetables, you take it in a pill and you get all the benefits of eating fruit and vegetables. Now, clearly, if you're eating five servings of fruit and veg. Um, sorry, five servings of uh, veg and two servings of fruit a day. That's about seven, 800 grams. Take away the water, there's no way you can get all of that matter, all that nutrition in it down to a pill of a couple of grams. So you're not getting anywhere near all the nutrition that's natively present in food to start with. You're only right. just getting a subset of some of the vitamins and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So you don't get like nearly as much as you would get if you actually just ate the food. Oh, not at all. You get very little fibre. There are hundreds of beneficial plant chemicals that are not vitamins and minerals that are good for our health that we really don't know what they do but we just know that they're beneficial you're not getting all of these in the supplements really it contains some some vitamin c vitamin e um, some folic and some folic acid uh, and some vitamin a and not a lot of other nutrients and the levels are not nothing spectacular that a multivitamin would give you so hugely overpriced overhyped vitamin supplement that's what i call it <laughs> yeah well um katie was saying that just for her personal use she had to pay 150 dollars a month for just the pills correct that's right so that's just the pills now you could argue that eating fruit and vegetables you know that, that costs money but you're getting loads more nutrition from your fruit and vegetables than these supplements. So that's what it comes down to. They're not a substitute for fruit and vegetables. At best, if you've got a poor diet, they can give you a bit of additional vitamins and minerals, but so can a, a $10 multivitamin you can buy off the shelf at Coles. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but on their website, there's hundreds of scientific-looking studies that attest to how brilliant Juice Plus is. Yes. So when you look at all of their research, a lot of it is just the benefits of fruit and vegetables. You know, dirt, ah. we already know that. Where there have been studies done with Juice Plus, and there has been funded studies, um, and not all of them have been independent. What they show is that there's very mixed results. They're either inconclusive or they show some minor changes in blood levels of certain antioxidants. So none of them show any improvements in real hard markers of health you know people don't have less heart disease people don't have less diabetes whatever they just show changes in blood levels and not all the studies show it in fact the only clinical study i'm aware of that showed a, a clear health benefit was done in nurses over eight months which showed that they while they didn't get less colds the severity of their colds was less and that actually is a very real finding because we already know that that occurs when you give somebody a vitamin c supplement and juice plus contains vitamin c um, vitamin C supplement costs a couple of dollars, juice costs, costs a couple of hundred bucks. So the only real trial I've seen that shows a real health outcome is just proving that Juice Plus contains vitamin C. 
And um, that, most of the other research is inconclusive, unimpressive, conflict of interest, small studies funded by the researcher, and some of the researchers um, as well are employed by Juice Plus. So there's nothing to get excited about by their research. No, no. So it's science washing, isn't it? It's gussying up and tarting up some studies often funded by Juice Plus themselves to make themselves look more scientific. That's right, because when the distributors get out there, and none of them have science degrees, I'll tell you, because they'd run a mile from these products if they did, they, they actually empower and believe that there is loads of research behind it, and they honestly believe it, and I don't have a, point, a case for that. That's what they've been indoctrinated into the cult to believe. So they're very passionate and evangelical about the product because of all this research behind it. But if you look at the research, it really is a case of the emperor has no clothes. Yeah. All the MLMs yeah. do this though. They, they all pick research and maybe fund their own studies that are designed to give some positive outcomes. None of them show any really true life-changing transformative health benefits of the products short of using the product with a you know, an ex new exercise program perhaps a healthier diet and a calorie controlled diet where you may lose some weight then you'll get some health benefits from that but it's not the product that's doing it yeah yeah well that that's where we're going to go into the next part of this because what happened to katie was she, you know wasn't indoctrinated straight into juice plus she found this well she was sort of offered this quote-unquote lifestyle program, which was really, you know, as you said, a calorie-controlled diet, like a really calorie-controlled diet. I'm talking starvation sort of territory. Yeah. Uh, and the product was introduced alongside that starvation diet as, mm. as a nutritional supplement. And they don't even say the name Juice Plus. So it's really underhanded. Very sneaky. So they've gotten smart because the MLMs do get a lot of flack. I mean, Choice have had them in their, their crosshairs a couple of times. Uh, and while I'm fairly neutral in my opinions, an MLM is one that I really just unload on in public forums. I have nothing kind to say about any of the nutritional MLMs, you know, hearing my candid thoughts about it today on the podcast. So because of that, they try and you know, hide the branding and slip it in through a, a body transformation program such as the one that you're, uh, you've been speaking about. So they're very popular at the moment and it's a great way to insert the product into it. So once you're in, immersed into the program, you then find you have to spend additional money and it's quite pricey to buy these special supplements when really it's the, the program you're on that's going to be doing all the hard work for you. So it comes down to the quality of the program and the person that's advising you through it and their qualifications and expertise. And as you would guess, anyone that's involved with these products, very few of them have any recognised professional qualifications. So they oh. don't touch them. So these are just poison. It's like career-ending to be associated with these sort of products. <laughs> don't <help that. laughs> oh, it is. They're just they're overpriced, overhyped with a business model that, that's reprehensible for how they, they try and suck vulnerable people in. Yeah, it is It is reprehensible. And what I wonder is how is this still legal? Well, it's still legal to, to set direct sell. There's nothing illegal about their, their model. You know, you, you've got a product and you can, you know, you can offer it to people. People can choose to buy it or not. You can get distributors in. You know, so people make their own decisions in this. MLMs have been around for decades and decades and decades. You know, Amway, I still remember as a university student getting sucked into an Amway seminar. You, know, you weren't told it was Amway at the time to get there to the, the sales pitch. Yeah. MLMs have been around for a long, long time. There are good ones and not so good ones. Mm. And I mean, nutritional MLMs are all terrible ones. So Juice Plus, Manatech, Herbalife, uh, USANA. Your Health, there's probably a couple of others. They're the ones I see the most of in Australia. Oh, and, of yeah. course, isogenics as well. They're all yeah. the same. There's no difference between them. Yeah, yeah. And those are the ones, you know, you do I, – I wonder why those ones are still legal because it, it seems so exploitive. And that that's what I was talking with Katie about too, just how exploitive they are, particularly targeting women yes. in financial distress. That's right. So Choice have certainly been a champion at times for, for this industry uh, and even some of the current affairs programs have had them in their crosshairs a couple of times. Yeah. So, you know, it's probably not my area to talk about the legality of their business model so much, but inherently what they're doing, it may be ethical, but I don't believe it's illegal unless the claims they're making are against um, health claims allowed in Australia. So they get around that by talking about improved health and well-being, more energy, feel great, that sort of stuff, rather than 
if you take this product, you're going to cure yourself of these diseases. Yeah, yeah. So they do. They slip a, slip around it by giving really broad promises of like generally what's going to improve. And yes. yeah, it's it's just it's just disgusting. So as a consumer, how can you protect yourself against this kind of stuff? So first of all, to be aware of the, the MLM business model and, and anyone that approaches you about a business opportunity or if you see those flyers around on light poles and so on about work at home and make lots of money, a lot of those are just gateways into the MLM because they won't talk about the product of the company to start with because that would actually make a lot of people run away from it. It's only once you get to that first meeting or that first sales pitch you find out what the product is. So yeah. be aware of people distributing product who have no background in it. You know, anyone selling a nutritional product who has just come to this without any background or training in, in, in science and nutrition, to me, is a big flag. They're, they're believers in the product, but they have no qualifications to assess the, the veracity of the claims made by the company. So yeah. If professionals supporting and endorsing these sort of products, then that's a bit of a flag for you. Mm. That's a big call, but I, I completely agree with you. Stay Dear clear of FISPO people yes. with nefarious looking qualifications, if any, clutching yes. a bottle of pills. That's right. If you want them to design a, a, a gym program for you, by all means, they're, they're the experts at it. But once they start getting into transforming your life with all sorts of weird and wonderful diet hacks, then they're out of their depth, then you are out of your depth too. Yeah, it, it is outside of scope of practice, isn't it? If you're Absolutely. a fitness trainer, then giving nutrition advice is not within scope of practice. And That's I'm pretty right. sure even if you do like the training with the Australian, uh, what's that, Institute of Fitness, I, I can't yes. remember what it's actually called, that they do tell people that you're not supposed to do this. That's right. Short of giving good, you know, baseline nutrition advice, like, you know, eat, eat fruits and vegetables and eat a healthy diet and so on, you know, outside of that, it is out of your, your scope of practice to be giving you know, very tailored, specific dietary advice. Just like I would not give advice on exercise to someone with a serious medical illness. I don't have the background in it. But I can talk to someone about, you know, walking is health, good for you and healthy, but that's about as far as I go in my scope of practice. Mm. Oh, but yeah these industries are completely unregulated whereas you know dietetics or psychology is pretty heavily um we, we have to register we we can't just make claims and one of the frustrations i hear a lot from other health professionals is the unregulated industries the health coaches or the fitness trainers or even you know some forms of psychotherapy and counseling where the rules don't apply so there's no kind of penalties that can be handed down for making these outlandish claims and then the industry right. are just they're booming that's right you're exactly right so there's, there's the accountability is very low for uh, to, to work in this sort of space when you're not a professional um, and so it's really only if you know consumer or legal bodies get involved if you're doing something really really wrong um, most of the time you can fly under the radar with, with yeah. little accountability to any professional body whereas if you and i started going off selling products and making all sort of outlandish claims our professional body would be come down on us like a ton of bricks yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we don't do it. That's right, and we have we have consciousness, and we have we're ethical as well. Yeah, yeah, just small things like. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. These these Fitspo people look pretty. They've got wonderful looking websites, and they sell the dream without any kind of consequences. And we've really got to have our hats on. Like it, it's it's so nefarious that to think that this is now involving MLMs, it's just a whole other level of disgustingness. <laughs> That's, and they use social networking as well to recruit minions into their domain. So I, I obviously you know a lot of friends I've had approaches, random approaches to shoot through Instagram and Facebook and so on. They're just you know hunting for for new fish into that get into the net as distributors with a new business opportunity. And so you see any anything like that, just run a mile. It's going to be an MLM and you will lose money. Absolutely. And you will lose your soul. <laughs> yeah. And you will very, you know, like Katie did, you will really run the risk of a relapse into a major eating disorder. Yes. Yep. Um, which that is just not cool. And even if you haven't had an eating disorder in the past, going on one of these crash diets can really increase the risk of developing disordered eating symptoms. It's just not worth it. Very true, because you're not getting any professional support around it when you do it. You're getting support of a distributor mm. whose interest is to, number one, you know, so you lose weight or get healthier, mm. but at the same time, keep buying product from them and mm. get your friends involved so they can, he, or he or she can get a cut of, of your business as well. 
that's yeah. really interesting. That's all that interested me. And when Katie actually revealed that she wasn't doing well, that she was experiencing a relapse, she was blamed. They actually said to her that this is just a bullshit story she's telling herself and that she needed to keep on selling. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Like, I, I can't I can't actually comprehend that kind of response it's so irresponsible and that's what is going on there so we really need to you know air this one of one of the things that I love that Katie was talking about doing is um a bit of guerrilla warfare with social media with these people so if they're putting up posts about how great whatever they're talking about is she'll put up something absolutely counter (laughs) And I wonder what you what you do when you encounter MLMs in your social media life or real life. Uh, okay, I don't get many. Uh, I mean, over the years, I've got phone calls from random MLMs trying to, to to get me to buy or endorse their product over the phone, and I just throw a bit of science at them, and they run away screaming normally. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they tend to stay away from me. I'm not an easy an easy target. Uh, I do something close to my Facebook page you know, if if I come across something or I, I'm feeling a bit of a rant, I'll, I'll post. You know, a lot of uh, a, a bit of information about um, MLMs, and that gets a lot of response on my Facebook page from people who are sharing stories and their experiences of being involved in an MLM, or what it's been like to have a friend or a friend of a friend try and recruit them. You know, way too many times um, over the years. Yeah, yeah. So you do tend to get a lot of responses about people's experiences, and they're not positive. No, not not at all. No, not they're, at all. they're not raving about making millions of dollars and having glowing skin. Oh, it's hard to find those ones. You, you can find them on the MLM pages. There's always the, the case study, the anecdote, but that's been around for you know all areas of health and weight loss for, for years. So you can find some of those. Um, you're not going to find any research to show that their product is going to give you more chance of doing it than you know, any other approach you care to, care to use. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on, Tim, and letting us all know that it really is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it MLM, most lose money. Lose money. That's such a good one to keep in in um in mind, and I really appreciate you coming on to tell us all about that. And thank you for all the work that you're doing and getting informed messages out there. Because my God, we need people like you. Great, good talking to you, and thanks for having me on, and thanks for the work you're doing on the podcast, always. <laughs> no worries. Bye, Tim. What a wonderful conversation just then with Dr. Tim Crow, and I'm so glad that we got his wisdom and knowledge to really unpack the bullshit that surrounds Juice Plus and to sort of demonstrate just how much smoke and mirrors and just absolute bullshit they use to really just rip people off. And I very much hope that from today's episode, we can all take home a little bit more wariness when it comes to multi-level marketing and just more, I mean, it's just incredible, isn't it? And gobsmacking just how far they go to disguise themselves and to make money. It really is just the awful underbelly of diet culture. And I don't think you can get much lower than this bunch of people. So let's stop this. <laughs> uh, if you want to find out more uh, about Dr. Tim Crow, you can find him at thinkingnutrition.com.au. And of course, if you want to support Katie in her crusade against these juicy body transformation people, look for her on Instagram. She's kit underscore row, R-O-W-E-L-L. Let's get in there and fight the good fight. So that is the the show for this week. Thank you so much as always. And I will be back next week with a huge steaming runny pile of diet culture poo that we can get to know intimately. In the meantime, if you're enjoying the podcast, please help us get it out there to more people by going along to iTunes and leaving a really positive rating and review. And don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode as soon as it comes out. And also, I'm encouraging you to download our free ebook, which is called Everything You've Been Told About Weight Loss Is Bullshit by me and the wonderful Fiona Willer. Uh, I'm asking you to download it, not just to read it, because it is it is a good read, but if you do download that and read it, you'll be connected to emails. And I'm sending weekly emails now with lots of information, lots of sort of follow-up stuff, both from the podcast and just more generally what's been going on in diet culture. So if you like this kind of stuff, 
get the ebook and you'll get more information every week about everything that's going on in this world of um, social justice against diet culture. So you can get that ebook at untrapped.com.au. So please keep the lovely comments and encouragements and uh, critical thinking coming right at me. And if you've got something that's pissing you off, please feel free to share it with me and send me an email to louise at untrapped.com.au so we can hopefully help you out. I wanted to announce as well, if anybody, I have noticed that quite a lot of health professionals are listening to this podcast, which fills me with so much hope and joy (laughs) because I love that health professionals are thinking so critically about the messages that we're getting. And this year in 2018, uh, in my clinical work, I am taking on some more people for supervision. So if anybody is interested in getting some clinical supervision around the area specifically of haze and anti-diet practice uh, with eating disorders and with people with weight concerns, then please get in contact with me at the email address and I'll be taking on a limited number of people, but I really would love to help out more health professionals in sort of upskilling and getting more confident in this kind of area. So throw me a line if you're interested. And of course, if you are struggling with your relationship with food, with your relationship with your body, you know, if you've had the misfortune of coming across one of these horrible transformation programs and you're noticing that something is wrong, please don't suffer all by yourself. Please get in contact and join us at the Untrapped program, which is, you know, very evidence-based and very much uh, about helping you to recover and pull out from traps like what happened to Katie. So untrapped.com.au, find out more about the program there. And if you like us, please join us because we'd love to have you there. Okay, so I'm going to be back next week, as I said before. In the meantime, trust no one, think critically, push back against diet culture, untrap from the crap.